Welcome to They Mostly Podcast at Night, episode 135, The House at the End of the Street. Fear reaches out for the podcast next door. <laughs> you bitches better watch out, it's coming for you. It's coming for you. That's how like I said. It's like it started I, a song. It was. It's my newest. You know, I had to take a little break from the ballad writing and come up with something a little bit faster and poppier. Um, I don't know what this one's going to be called. Probably your death. My death? But we'll see. What did I do to you? How long have you got? Wow. That's just rude. <laughs> rude, I say. <laughs> hey, Carnage. Hi, Chaos, maybe. How are you today? Well, I was better, but I guess... I you were good until I said I was going to write a song about killing you? Yeah. Well, oh, now it's about killing me. Before, it was just about my death, and now it's about killing me. I mean, it keeps getting darker and darker. I'm the most scared. <laughs> I meant your eventual natural demise. At not age 120, correct? Of course. Then That's why it needed a song mm-hmm. to commemorate it. Yeah. You'll be 119. Are you really going to be able to sing at that age? I'm just pointing the facts out here. Every day. Yep. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Hi, everybody. We are so excited to be coming to you with another episode of the Mostly Podcast at Night. Mostly. Okay, what the fuck? This is my new, my new Mostly voice. You don't like it? It's just hard to tell what you're saying. Mostly. Okay, that's a little better, I guess. Hold on, I got it, I got it, I got it. Mostly. No, that was bad. <laughs> Do not get that close to your mic, like, ever. I give up. <laughs> Just keep going. I'll figure it out eventually. <laughs> I don't even remember what I was going to say now, because your mostly was so weird. You're probably going to talk about how we're two best friends. Oh, yeah, we're two best friends of 20 years who bicker and banter our way through a different horror movie each week. We take turns picking movies, um, and a lot of times we hate each other for it, but sometimes we don't. And we always have a good time, and there's a lot of swearing, and we will spoil the crap out of this movie. So if you haven't seen it and you care about seeing it, you should go see it before you watch it. It's on Netflix, so like everybody has Netflix, right? Most people do. Mostly. Mostly. (laughs) Yeah. So this week we watched, it was a carriage. I'm merging us together. It's carnage. No, it's a carnage pick. It was house at the end of the street. It was done in 2012. Um, It was PG-13, an hour and 41 minutes long. And it got a 5.6 on the IMDb scale. What about the tomato meter? Wow. Um, the tomato meter, so glad that you asked, <laughs> is a green splotch mm-hmm. at a 13%. What? Critic consensus, poorly conceived, clumsily executed, and almost completely bereft of scares, House at the End of the Street stands its strands, its talented star in a film as bland as its title. Audience score, a little bit more love, 41%. Did we watch the same movie? I'm just confused. We did, in fact, watch the same movie, yes. And I am with the critics on this oh, one. So. Oh, of course you Buckle are. in. Yeah, I can't wait. Oh, my God. I can't wait. Can't wait. So excited. It's kind of what we do. That yeah, is kind of what we do. That makes sense. All right. I'm going to do some cast. 
Yeah, sure. Let's talk about the cast. Because okay. the cast was not bad. The cast was not the problem. Mm-mm. So, Alyssa was Jennifer Lawrence. I have never seen her in a single thing. She's new to me. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I love her in The Hunger Games, of course. Uh, Joy, Silver Lining Playbook. You know, list goes on. She's like the new Meg Everybody Ryan. knows. Yeah. Everybody knows who Jennifer Lawrence like, is. She had just made it big, too, like right now when this movie came out. So, well, everybody wants to see this yeah, movie. Yeah, this came out the same year as Silver Linings and Hunger Games, all in 2012. It was amazing. Yeah, she's she was busy that you year. You know what? And the funny thing is, too, um, I'm going to pull it up here. Because for all three movies, it's all because of her work on, I want to say The Lovely Bones. That's not it. I can't remember. Winter's Bone. All because of her work on Winter's Bone, which I've never seen. So I really want I've to. never even heard of that. Yeah, it's it's this movie she did. Like She was um, 2010, maybe, or even earlier. And um, be- 2010. Because of the work she did on this, that's how she got... Um, you know, Silver Lines Playbook, that's how she got this movie. And that's how she got cat- cast as Katniss, actually. Huh. So, and uh, X-Men. Interesting. She was X-Men. Uh, she was Raven, yeah. Yeah, yeah so, interesting. A.K.A. A- Mystique. Yes, I love that movie, too. I forgot to put that in. You can't put all of us, you know, come on. You gotta specify which X-Men, too, because, like, first there class. were good X-Men and there were bad X-Men Well, movies. the first one she was in was First Class, so. Yeah. First class was a good X-Men. It was. I agree. Um, So Ryan was Max Thoreau. Hopefully I said that right. He was from SEAL Team. He was Norman Bates in Bates Motel. But I loved him. He was a kid then, but he was in The Pacifier. It was pretty great. I saw him um, as Norman Bates in Bates Motel. I have not seen a lot of that series. I tried to get into it. Um, It's a little heavy for me. But uh, yeah, he's he was good in that. Wow. Elizabeth, oh, sorry. Uh, Sarah was played by Elizabeth Shue. Uh, she was in Hollow Man, Leaving Las Vegas, and Adventures in Babysitting. She was really big in the 80s. Mm-hmm. I was kind of surprised to see her because I haven't seen her in anything for years, but she was huge in the 80s. Yeah, she was, she like, was really. I'm trying to think what. The 80s. <laughs> I'm trying to think what movie that I knew her from in the 80s that was like so famous. Uh, there's been a lot. I know there's been a lot, but there's like one in particular that like I knew her from. Oh. That I'm like, oh, Elizabeth Shue. But I don't remember which one it is now. Was she in that? What would oh. she say? I didn't hear. No, it's okay. Mom was speculating whether she was in fried green tomatoes or not. No, she like, was oh. not in that. Okay, she was not. Uh, so Weaver was played by Gil Bellows. Um, I loved him in Allie McBeal and the Shawshank Redemption. Um, I'm a little concerned about his newest role, which is in the TV show called love in the time of Corona. And I'm concerned about this for two reasons. One, what the fuck really? We already have a TV show about the coronavirus. If that's what this is about. And two, Holy hell, you got a TV show together already about something that's currently ongoing. Yeah. Disconcerting. And you know what? I am not here for it. I don't want to watch a show about the coronavirus. We're fucking living okay? it, dude. We don't need to. Yeah, we're still it. in it. Wait until it's over first. Like, what the fuck is with people They're in this trying country? To get, well, it's Hollywood. They're trying to get a jump start on it. Like, uh, oh, yeah, we're going to be the first ones to make a fucking film about it or a movie. Like, you know show. what? The, the first people to make movies about real disasters it never goes well like the first people to make a movie about 9-11 it was too soon nobody wanted to see it um i was hoping it was a comedy but it's not a comedy oh that's even worse too soon sons of bitches too soon um so we had a few carry-ans 
first Carrie Ann was played by Eva Link. Uh, she was in Awakening the Zodiac and Dead Vol- Deadly Voltage. Tyler was in, was Nolan Gerard. Let me try that again. Tyler was Nolan Gerard Funk. We got the funk. No, I'm just kidding. Yes, we um, did. He was an American romance and Riddick. Okay. Um, Jillian was Allie McDonald. She was in Under the Silver Lake and the Barons. I've heard of the Barons. I don't know why. Um, the second Carrie Ann, a.k.a. credited as Penn State Carrie Ann, was Jordan Hayes. Uh, she was in Exit Humanity and Almost Anything. And I think that was as far as we were going, right? That's as so far as with... we were going. That's, a, that's good enough. That's enough. That's enough cast. That's enough. That's enough cast. That's enough cast. <laughs> you stop it stop right now. Stop being cast. Um, can, so, uh, can we have a famous... Carnage's five-second summary? Um, you can. Okay. So, Jennifer... I'm sorry, not Jennifer. Shit. <laughs> I already fucked it up. There we go. Alyssa? Alyssa and Sarah moved into the house next to the house at the end of the street, and things went awry. They did go awry. In fact, you know what? I'm going to say that this title is a dumb title, and yet at the same time, it's not even descriptive of the movie because the house isn't really like, I mean, it might be at the end of the street technically, but she lives across from the house. It's not like she's there and then at the end of the street, there's a house. No, it's across the street from her. It's it's, doesn't even work. It's like through the woods. it's, It's like such a bland name and then technically it doesn't even work. Well, we didn't see the map. I mean, it could have been at the end of the street, but... It was across the road. No, it was through the woods is how they got to the house. They could see it through the woods. Still not at the end of the street. I don't know. I'm going to fight you on this one. I need, Go ahead. I, I will need, die on this hill. I need topography maps. I'm picking I'm picking I really need, good battles tonight. I need and elevation. I'm about to die on the hill of what a stupid name this is for this movie. Well, it's just like last house on the left. I mean, come on. They're all stupid names. Just say the murderer within us. I don't know. Um, Well, here's what my thought was, because I'm just going to go into thoughts before we go into summaries, because it, you know, all it says is, let me tell you exactly um, what it says here. After moving in with her mother to a small town, this is from IMDb, a teenager finds that an accident happened in the house at the end of the street. Things more get, get more complicated when she befriends a boy. A double murder is not an accident. Okay, here's my problems first. Um, it wasn't an accident. You saw that in the first fucking three minutes. And right. the second thing is, it doesn't tell you, ex- like, like I thought it was going to be like a ghost. Like, the ghost of Carrie Ann was going to be fucking things up. I was all excited. I'm like, ooh, maybe it's going to be like a haunted house. Maybe it's all... Oh, I mean, I still enjoyed it for what it was, and we're going to get into how you did. That would have been it, a. But... I'm yeah. I'm just going to say, if it was a ghost, I would have liked it a lot more. I have a real problem with the last thing. A double murder is not an accident. Well, no. Duh. I mean, there's a big duh there. When is a double murder ever an accident? <laughs> I know. Why would they have been like, yeah, an accident happened across the street? No. no. They'd be like that fucking psycho little girl killed her parents. I mean, if you think of like the Carrie Ann part being an accident, like when she was a little kid. Okay, spoilers are going to start from the beginning here. If you think about when Carrie Ann died, like that was an accident, but she doesn't find out about that until like what ten minutes till the movie's over. That's a bullshit. Okay, summary. you have to work on your spoiling. I know we spoil everything, but this movie had one fucking twist, and you already spoiled it. Carrie Ann's still alive. Don't worry, it's fine. 
I don't know. What was your point with that? Oh, that it wasn't a fucking going? accident. The only accident that happened, oh, you don't yeah, find no. out until you don't find out until the end of the movie. So if you go in thinking there was an oh, there was an accident. Where the fuck's the accident? Like if I went in thinking that oh, I'm waiting for the accident. No, there was a double murder. That's clearly not an accident because Carrie Ann killed her parents with a hammer. Where oh, the fuck was so the you seriously were sitting around waiting for no, an no, no, accident? No. no, I'm just saying the summary sucks. Like the the way they describe this movie on the back of the um. I thought you said that you always went into these without reading summaries or anything. Um, I usually do, but on Netflix you kind of get the same summary. So like you you scroll through Netflix. Yeah, well that's true. You kind you of can't avoid Netflix it. kind of forces you to watch trailers basically. Oh no, I didn't watch a trailer, but Unless I Unless you're like the... fast enough with your scrolling. I'm not that fast, but um yeah, so they made me, you know. Kind no, of... I get it. I'm just giving you shit. I know. I'm, I'll stop. You're full of shit today. I tell you why. <laughs> I'm just But I'm loving had... it. I'm digging it today. I uh well, good. I'm glad one of us is cuz I had a shit day. Anything about that? Okay. Me too. I had a shit day as well. Oh, I'm so, sorry to hear that. I no, but I gotta like that's why I'm digging the chest. Reset. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I gotta like I was hoping to reset myself and my attitude a little no. bit before I got on here because I didn't want to be a crabby bitch all night. Well, that's okay too. But I'm feeling it. I'm getting the I'm feeling the crabby bitch vibes. No, sure. I was too all day, and I almost called you on the way home. I'm like, let's just do this another night because I'm feeling kind of shitty. And then I pumped myself up, so now I'm hyper crabby bitch, which is still yeah. a bitch. But at least I have energy yeah. behind it. I'm not a tiger okay. crappy bitch. So. Cool. All right. Well, let's roll with this energy okay, then cool. and see where it takes well, us. Well, let me get us started here. And then you can interject as you see fit on how much you hate it. So okay. <laughs> we start off. The first thing you see is we see a little girl, you think, sleepwalking. I thought she was sleepwalking. She just walking. I thought she, she was, yeah. bumped into a lamp. Uh the seemingly nice husband and wife, mother, father are in the bed like, oh, go check on her. She's up again. And that's why I thought she was sleepwalking. Mother picks up the lamp and nope, but she's down. Whap with a hammer over and over. Kills mother, kills father. Fast with, a hammer. with a hammer. Like that's that, that's a little hard for like even a grown adult to do. And you think of like a 13 year old killing somebody with a hammer. And you're like, wow, that takes like commitment. That really does. Because they're talking a lot of blows, a lot of hammer blows. Because you're not real strong. No, not at all. But really, it's not a 13-year-old you find out. It's like a 16-year-old. So Yeah, that's true. And it's a boy, not a girl. Right. But there you go. Spoiler! Spoilers! Which I will say. No. Oh, go ahead. Oh, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the there's this, uh, this movie... Nothing happens, and then you finally get like one thing that happens at the end. Once again, I don't know why these movies keep doing this to me. And you get one twist, and it's not even an original twist, it's got one thing that it's memorable for, and it's not even original. It, I mean, and and like you should know too where it comes from because we've done the movie that what it movie stole did that it come from. from Sleepaway Camp. Hold on, let Hello? me think, let me think, let me think. No, it's kind of a different twist, though. Yes, it is exactly the okay, same. No, no, no. I, and I'll fight you on this. Let's go through the summary, and then I'll fight you, dude. Or do you want it's not even. I'm not even the same. I'm not even the only one saying this. I'm like looking up stuff about this movie, finding all these people like going, "Hey, they ripped off that ending." Yeah, no fucking shit, they did. Well, the base thing of dressing up a boy as a girl, yes, I would give you that. Obviously. 
And obviously, and the the boy being forced to live as a girl and then having a psychotic break because of it and killing people. Yeah, it's okay. the same thing. Okay, I give you that too. But uh, Sleepaway Camp didn't murder her parents. Didn't take so, on. No, I'm just I'm just saying how it how it veers off. Okay, a little okay, bit. continue, continue. No, how it continue. veers off a little bit is that it, it didn't kill her parents. Uh, didn't fake her death. You know um didn't you know it's like the if um what was her name at sleepaway camp i can't remember what her name was it's like if she had grown up this is what would have happened you know angela angela like if angela had grown up to be an adult this is a potential possibility of what could have happened i mean no it wouldn't because angela started killing people way before then i know she did i'm just saying if she had and if she suppressed it all those years it's a then she would possible. have done the same thing he did. It's, it's the possible. same thing. It's the same thing. They changed just enough so they wouldn't get sued. I'm sorry. Yeah. I, I, I... I'm going to fight you on this hill, too. <laughs> I, I, you can say whatever you want. Nah. It's the same thing. I will continue to well, state not, that emphatically. Sure. Like, and like I said, I agree. It, it is, it's not an opinion. It's a fact. Oh, my God. It's the same thing happens. Some of the same things happen, yes, but not... Yes, it's not 100% because they had to change it a little bit or they could be sued, but it's the same thing. I'm sorry, it's lazy. I, you, I like, just think rely it a, on your one twist and it's not original. I mean, I see it as, a, as the same plot device, but the fact that he then... T- okay, so let's get into... That's why I'm saying let's get into the summary and then we can argue about it so we can get a little bit into it. Um, Go ahead. So yeah, you meet Aly- Alyssa and her mom. We don't really care about them that that much. They're oh just, my god, we do not care about I them. I mean, you don't even get the backstory of what the fuck happened. Like they moved from Chicago for some reason. Her mom wasn't there. Her mom's a doctor or a radiologist. We don't even fucking know. I assume she's a doctor. Um, she works at a hospital. Parents were divorced a while ago. I'm not sure what happened to dad now if he died or what. But mom wasn't really in the picture. And Alyssa, Alyssa, Alyssa. Am I saying that right? Alyssa. Alyssa's very bitter about that, and she's kind of grown herself. We don't care. Okay? Don't care no. about their story. It's no. A, it's kind of filler. Do not. You know what I mean? It's trying to make you... And and they... Well, and they, they don't give you her backstory, so when she is a bitch to her mom, you're just like, Jesus, what is her problem? Yeah, they only give because you, like, you bits don't and pieces. know. Like, bits and pieces here and there. You're, and it, and like, they enough, don't give you any sympathy for her. No, and not enough to fill in the blanks. Like, there's still blank people right. when this movie's over. There's not, you know... Well, I mean, I can see part of that is just that, like, you don't really need to know. It's not necessary. But there are some things that are necessary to explain, like, like why she's such a jerk. I think it helps if you're building sympathy. If you want to build empathy. Well, right. That's what I mean. And plus, I fucking hate missing pieces. Like, well, what happened to the dad? Just fucking (laughs) allude to it that he died or something. I don't even care what it is. Like, I don't know. It's kind of lame to leave that those kind of loose ends just like floating around unless there's for unless it's a reason. But this time it doesn't seem like there's really a reason to do that. It just seems like they didn't bother. It's sloppy story. Yeah. Anyway, so they move in uh, to this really beautiful actual area. Like it's all state park. I mean, I think Mm -hmm. either one of us would love to live in this house with this area. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Even with the freaky neighbor next door. I mean, I'd be totally fine with that. So, (laughs) I mean, what's one freak to another, you know? So, um. This is weird to me. They all have a potluck. Yeah. Everyone's there but Ryan, even though it's not like a suburb. I'm like, where did all these people come from? But whatever. I know they're they they have neighbors in the sense that there's somebody next to them, like maybe a few acres down the road. I was like say, they their don't neighbors are further away than mine are. I mean, yeah, like 
I didn't. It's weird that they're having like a neighborhood block party or something. It's like, what are you doing? Yeah, and I'm a freak because I even wave at my neighbors. My neighbors think I'm a freak, and it's like, and we live closer than they do. It's just so. It's just weird to me. You live out in the the country. I, do. I live in the boonies, so yeah, um, not as pretty of a neighborhood. Anyway, so they all talk about Ryan. Uh, well, they talk about the house. We know it's death house. Four years ago, Carrie Ann killed her parents. Supposedly drowned in the dam. And that's the story, okay? And there was a seven-year-old boy who at the time was living with his aunt. Well, no, I'm sorry. I don't know how old he was supposed to be. Uh, he was four he was older year, than her. three years younger, older than Carrie Ann. So he would have been about uh, 16 at the time. So uh, the 16-year-old boy was living with the aunts. And then when they died, they came back. And, you know, the aunt and the son came back. Um, and the aunt since died. And the son's been living there ever since, supposedly. That's the backstory. Everyone thinks he's a weirdo. They don't invite him to the stuff. They don't socialize with him. He's just an outcast because. Just because his sister care- killed his parents. Like, I think that's really kind of shitty. Like, Oh, agreed. Definitely. I mean, that's really. Although I, they, they have a lot of mistrust of him because he moves back into the house. And I can kind of see that. Like, I don't think it would bother me too much, but I think most people would not move back into the house their parents were killed in. And I can't even say for sure that I would do because that's really weird. Yeah, I got to imagine it'd be hard. Well, it'd be hard for sure. But I mean, at the same time, I would probably fucking flip that thing, you know? I would flip I had it, to go yeah. Back but I, wouldn't, I don't know if I'd live, there. It, live in it. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, especially not if I killed them. I definitely... No, I'm just kidding. Anyway. Um, right. <laughs> so, uh, Alyssa... Refriends Ryan. He he sees her walking home in the rain, and he um, picks her up and takes her to the house because they live next door. He already knows that she sings, and well, and the boy that the the parents of the neighborhood and oh, her yeah. mom think that he should be interested in is a total tool bag. He's the Chad. He gets the Chad award. Tyler's his Tyler. Name. Yeah, um, yeah. He gets the Chad award named from Chad from our very first movie in Tucker and Dale versus Evil because he is a big giant dick. So Alyssa's trying to make friends and he's like, oh, come to our famine awareness meeting, whatever. It's really an excuse for a party. They donated yeah. $1,200 to famine relief by putting it on his dad's charge card. He's a total douchebag. I mean, he's like. And he puts, he tries to put the moves on her. Yes. Like he, like, and she, when she tries, you know, tells him to stop, he's like kind of a dick about it. And so, yeah, he gets the chat award for sure. Yeah, thankfully she breaks away from him. And that's when she's leaving and it starts raining and Ryan comes upon her and she lets him drive him home and they start yeah, talking. And she's, yeah. Um, and she asks all these nosy asks, uh, nosy ass honest questions that, well, no like, one else talks to him, so. Yeah, but still like very um, forward for people who don't know each other. Like your parents died. Yeah, they did. Like, so you, uh, your sister killed your parents. You want to talk about that? Mm. Um, and Sarah, her mother sees her, like, eventually they're, they're forming this friendship and, um, you know, she's gone over to his, she goes over to his house and, um, she takes him a, uh, a CD that she made for him because she's in, really into music. Really yeah, music. she's in a band and when she's in his car, she realizes that he's still listening to cassette tapes which now would be like a total like hipster that's awesome thing <laughs> but and that year it was like i'm going to make you a cd yeah it was pre hipster years well no hipsters have been all around a long time i'm oh. just saying well we don't like them still so no i'm just kidding 
I like hipsters. They're nice. Are they? Usually. To me. I don't know. I've never met a hipster, actually. I, should, I probably should say that. I've never met one. You probably have, and you just didn't realize it. Okay. Maybe I have. Maybe a customer I have. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway, um, once uh, Alyssa leaves that, that afternoon, um, we find out that Ryan's got a basement into <laughs> and then a sub basement beneath that with the coolest curving ladder down a to it. basement uh, within a basement I mean, within a, and then a room at the end wait, of the hall wait. of the inner basement. I want this house though because how much does that look like a demon's uh, not a de- an evil layer that staircase going into the sub basement yeah. that like <laughs> the doors open and you got this black wrought iron staircase down. I would buy layer. that. I would buy that house and then I would live in the sub basement. Like, like that would be where my lair was. Dude, I live in the I live in the locked room. <laughs> yeah, definitely. You can room. make it nice in there. I mean it had a sink and a toilet. What else do you really need? Come on. Yeah. So in this locked room is supposedly his sister Carrie Ann, who he uh, I don't know how he gets these drugs, but he shoots her up. Like as soon as she, as soon as he goes in there, she attacks him. And he yeah. shoots her up with um like a tranquilizer. Yeah, and tranquilizer. how the fuck do you get that? Like black market? I know. Like where? Where in the world is he getting like tranquilizing drugs? I mean, has he got an in at the hospital? I, What's going on? Because he's got to be stealing them from somewhere. somewhere. You think they would notice after how many years of this? I mean, four. Okay, four years. Four years of stealing narcotics. Like, that's a lot of drugs. Unless you're getting like veterinarian grade drugs and maybe you can get those online i don't know maybe you can get them from china or canada or something maybe you can yeah i'm curious because i'm just like that's a lot like because he's he's having to shoot her up basically like all the time she's awake oh yeah i mean anytime he comes to deal with her and he he uh explains this away by saying the brain damage from her childhood accident made her extremely aggressive yes of course. Which is why she killed her parents. Which is like, great. Way to blame brain damage on murder. Or the other way around. Way to blame murder on brain damage. That's no, I like to really blame suck. the other way around. I have brain damage because I murder. Yeah. <laughs> um, in the meantime, Sarah befriends a police officer, Bill Weaver, uh, who is Ryan's... He champions Ryan. Ryan's a good kid. He's fine. Yeah, the people just give him a bad name right here. Quiet. He keeps himself. You know, Sarah's concerned because Alyssa's hanging out with him, so she invites him over to dinner one night. Well, he's a bit older. I understand her concern. Yeah. Well, only a little bit, though, like three years. And everybody's freaked out by the fact that his younger sister killed his parents and he's living in the house where it happened. So she gets loose once and um, he manages to get her back before she gets to the house. Because uh, she's headed towards Alyssa's house because it's the nearest house. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, um, right. And he gets her back once, and then the next time, <laughs> Alyssa's over at Ryan's house against her mother's wishes because she doesn't want the two of them alone. They end up right. making out on the chair, and and um, oh, oh, go ahead. I was just gonna say you you missed when she accidentally he accidentally killed one of the Carrie-Anne. No, this is this is actually before he actually killed the accidentally killed the one Carrie-Anne um okay what i'm reading said it happened before so sorry about that yeah so they're making out and when um when Alyssa goes to the bathroom that's when the other carrion has snuck out 
and he shoves Alyssa out of the house when he notices that she grabbed the knife and left. That's right. Yeah. So um, he shoves her out. She has no idea what the fuck's going on. They were just making out hot and heavy and he shoves her out of the house. Like, you have to leave now. So she goes home crying. We don't care about her. Um, and Ryan goes after Carrie Ann and she's trying to get to this couple in this car that are, you know, also getting it on or about to. And he's holding her back, holding her back to keep her from screaming and to breaking her neck. And at me, at this point, I didn't know what was going to happen. Like, I thought this really was Carrie Ann. I was like, oh my God, he just killed his sister. What the? Yeah. Okay, we're got 50 more minutes of this movie. How's this going to end if he just killed his sister? Twist time. He dumps Carrie Ann's body, is super upset about it, goes to a cafe, okay? And mm-hmm. that's when he finds his next Carrie Ann. So here's the here's the deal. He's stealing girls to be Carrie Ann. Carrie Ann died 16 years yeah. ago. Carrie Ann died from the swing accident. Yeah. Her parents were cokeheads? Coke um, or heroin? That wasn't coke. Was that heroin? That was either crack or heroin. Yeah, they're they're doing some kind of something something up in their bedroom, and the seven year old's supposed to be watching the four year old because that makes total sense. And she fell on this off the swings and cracked her head and died. And in their infinite cokehead wisdom, did we say coke crack crackhead wisdom? Well, it was a powder, wasn't it? They were lighting it up with foil underneath it, though. So it was either, yeah, that could be. It could I be mean, crack. that could be. That could be several different things. That could be meth. It could be crack. It could be heroin. Uh, we don't know. In their infinite druggy wisdom, they bury her in the backyard instead of calling the police, the coroner, the ambulance, Scooby fucking yeah, which, do. I don't know how they get away with that, for one thing, because presumably this child is in the system. She has a social security number. She You you don't just disappear your child. They didn't. That doesn't happen. They turned Ryan into Carrie Ann. Well, yeah, but and she's still dead. Ryan, Ryan. Ryan is off living with the aunt in another state, and that's how they got away with it. I still think that that would be too hard. Well, yeah, to it's movie pull. magic, but I mean, who knows yeah, if they didn't sure. homeschool or something? I mean, who's going to say? It seems like Gil knew what was going on. The the Bill Weaver, the policeman, because when you find out later at the climax of this fucking movie, finally at the last twenty minutes, like all these movies are, the last twenty minutes. All these new movies. Yeah. Fuck. It's like every movie after 2010 is this shit where nothing happens up until the last 20 minutes. Well, and, and, um, so what happens is like, and this is the last 20 minutes of it. Um, Alyssa's, I'm going to, I'm going to do it quickly just so we can get through it. Cause I know if you want to see it, go see it. You've seen it already. Alyssa goes to battle of the bands. Ryan shows up because she invited him. Um, Tyler, the douche, which Ryan gets a douche award too because he's kidnapping girls, but that's a whole other story. Oh yeah, well he's the villain though. Yeah, so. that's true. Um, but Tyler the douche and a couple of his friends start bashing his car. He goes out to investigate and they jump him, and he fucking yeah. breaks Tyler's leg in half. Oh, it was sweet. Yeah, breaks his ankle, but they say he'll always walk with a limp later. Thank so God. that's pretty. Sweet. That's pretty great. I mean, the best thing that could happen to that Chad. Um, Ryan runs off. The guys run to go to his house to do something to it. Um, Alyssa goes, takes Ryan's car and, you know, tries to head them off. Yeah. They throw, um, you know, I feel like toilet paper and how dare you bastards waste toilet paper? You know, come on. That is a commodity (laughs) these days. Just saying. 
That's right. Um, they throw a lit toilet paper through his window trying to light his house on fire. Mature. So she stamps it out, but while she stamps it out, she sees in his garbage tampon box and tampon box and a pregnancy test. Oh no, I thought it was contact. Was it a pregnancy test? It was a pregnancy test. Ew. Yeah. That creepifies it. I that's what my mom mom uh mama carnage thought too. I was like, no, it was I contact solution. Ew. Okay. No. Pregnancy like, test. Because he did something to her or because he wanted to make sure she wasn't pregnant. Why do you think that was? Why do you think that was? Come on, obviously he had sex with her. I see. I didn't Ew. think he was. Ew. He totally is. He is that creepy. Let's see, okay. I thought maybe it was to make okay. Okay. Mm. Freaked out now. I did not get that. So uh, and then she finds the wallet too. So she well no, yeah. she finds so Carrie Ann first. She finds she the finds room. blue contact lenses and uh, Peggy John's wallet. So she goes around the house and yeah, she finds the basement. She finds the door. She opens it up and the the cafe Carrie Ann, the Penn State Carrie Ann attacks her. She's like, holy shit, that's not the same Carrie Ann. <laughs> Ryan subdues both of them. He's like, I need a Carrie Ann, but I want an Alyssa. But I only have one carry in. So he takes what? I was just gonna say he's like, Alyssa, I really do want I you, know. but I need Carrie Ann. So he takes Penn State Carrie Ann and kills her and throws her in her trunk of his car. Yeah, nice. Real nice. Meanwhile, Sarah's getting upset. She tells Weaver to go check, you know, see if Alyssa's home because Alyssa's done this thing where she forwards the home phone to her cell. Mom yeah, she finally, finally figured, figured it out, out like five hundred years later, dumbass. And um <laughs> It wouldn't even work because there's like one point when she like Alyssa's like call me at home if you don't believe me and it's like you don't know when you have a phone forwarded to your cell your cell doesn't like tell you you're having a forwarded in message or something Alyssa would have never known like that that should not have worked no not at all I mean she could have been calling the home line and she wouldn't know yeah it's bullshit yeah she would know yeah so she sends Bill Bill um at the same time. Bill talks to Ryan. They know each other. Everything's okay. Oh, no, Alyssa's not here. He calls Alyssa's cell, hears it on the kitchen floor, goes in to confront Ryan, and Ryan pushes him down the basement stairs and then stabs him. But not before Weaver could say, I protected you, which means he fucking knew this whole time. He knew. Son of a bitch knew. Good thing you died, dude. Good thing. Um... Let's see where are we at. Penn State, Carrie Ann's dead. Uh, J-Law got free during that time. Uh, managed to, when he, Ryan went back in the room, pushes him, pushes the door into him, knocks him down, runs away, locks him in, runs away. This was smart. Gets out of the sub-basement, pushes the washer over the sub-basement doors. Thought that was great. Yeah. Gets in the car, Finds a box of chloroform and pauses long enough for Ryan to catch up to her and chloroform her. Yes! What the fuck? So she wakes up in the trunk. Like the chloroform didn't last very long because she wakes up like 10 seconds later. Yeah. Kicks the back seat out. Sarah's at the house. Ryan stabs Sarah, drags her down to the basement. A scuffle ensues. Alyssa shoots Ryan. It's great. And that's like something out of like. Silence the lambs where he shuts the lights off and she's still able to shoot him, but she does not have yeah. very starling skills. Like, Mama Chaos and I were both chanting because she watched this with me because I was like, I don't know if I can get through this movie again. So she said, I'll watch it with you. 
And uh, we were both chanting, double tap, double tap. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> so at the end of the day, Alyssa and Ryan move out. Ryan is in a mental hospital and it shows you what happened where uh, the real Carrie Ann died. They put Ryan in uh, Alyssa's clothing and smacked him if he wouldn't answer to Carrie Ann, like to the name Carrie Ann. Yeah, Ryan protests his name is Ryan, not Carrie Ann, and she slaps him violently like he is just a little doll. It was pretty disturbing. Yeah, so at age 16, he finally gives up and kills the fuckers, which they deserve. So, end movie. Yeah. So, end movie. I liked it. You didn't. No. Other than the stolen plot device, what else did you not yeah. like about it? It wasn't scary. There were zero scares zero um i agree with the critics it was poorly conceived clumsily executed and there were zero scares it's like it's got all these actors in it that i'm like oh okay awesome and then i'm just like what the fuck is this like i'm not scared i don't care about these characters i'm not interested in what happens to them and then nothing happens until the last 20 minutes when you finally get something and it's like oh okay well there's this crazy twist and it's not even original so fuck it okay um, and my thoughts are, I didn't get scared. It wasn't scary, but it did have some suspenseful moments. Like, um, especially when he snaps Carrie Ann's neck and you don't, you don't know it's not the real Carrie Ann. You know what I mean? And she gets I didn't even times. get that she snapped, he snapped her neck a couple. Like at first I was just like, what? Why is he upset? Oh, she's dead, isn't she? Yeah, you can hear the she's crack like, when oh. he accidentally snapped her neck. I didn't even hear yeah. it. Yeah, well, uh, you know hard appearing here tight i've got the um subtitles on always but i did hear it too though so we had it up loud enough and um, i guess so because i i did not yeah it was quiet but i could hear it um yeah so it did have some tense moments i felt um yes i have seen the plot device of like you said the the mother dressing the, the parents dressing the kid up as a as a girl and making her live that life yes um but i thought it was interesting like i thought because you don't they talk about how they don't find carrie ann's body so i really thought it was his sister like his sister had lived and they got to the house and his sister was lived and he made this whole thing for her so i thought that twist was a little bit different because i hadn't i don't remember if we have seen that before where um the replacement you know this is this is my sister and i i'm super icked out now that they're having sex that he's essentially abusing them because i did not get that from there i can't um well didn't you see like at one point the one girl's in like bondage gear i thought uh i thought they were restrained to keep her down like they look like um the kind they of were bonded. In that was bondage gear that was not hospital restraint okay because i had like a pole gag oh i didn't see that i saw the leather straps that reminded me like of a, a hospital like when they strapped down the patients at a hospital those leather straps mm-hmm. i didn't see the ball gag so um even the leather straps but whatever. yeah but they were like hospital grade though they weren't like they weren't bdsm grade they were hospital grade so i don't know it looked like it to me well bdsm grade i mean they well we're not gonna get in that um but i mean have you tried it because i have so like no, if you don't saying, know what you're talking about well no i'm just saying i've seen hospital grade ones before <laughs> yeah i know i'm sure train of thought was going somewhere now it's gone completely oh sorry i i derailed you no it's fine i'll get it back it's usually me getting derailed um 
by myself. Damn it, I had five I here and now it's completely fucking gone. Oh, uh, I feel bad. No, it's fine. I just uh it doesn't matter. It's it's not important, but it was just um I so what I was gonna say was that like um I, I don't recall seeing that before. Maybe, you know, we've seen so much horror and psychological thrillers over there. Maybe I haven't, I've just blocked it out, but I thought that was an interesting twist, that part. Um what go ahead. I I was just gonna say like I felt like I had seen that before, but I cannot give you an example of like what the name of the movie is. Yeah, but. see, I like vaguely, but I can't remember either. Like, I, I don't know. But um, uh, this I see. I always look for the positive and stuff. Like, I enjoyed it. Like, it didn't bother me as much. Like, I guess I figure I see pl- plot devices used so much in Hollywood, overused, overused, overused that um for a copied plot device like that, it doesn't really annoy me as it does you. Like I, I get it. I totally understand, but I, 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 at the frustration level, especially seeing foreign films and then Hollywood making them a year later, using it line by fucking line. I mean, it's just what they fucking do. You know what? I'm kind of like yep. jaded by it that, yeah, of course that plot it is what they do, but that doesn't mean that they should They're do it or that you, I, I will be here like pointing it out and getting mad about it forever. I know you will. <laughs> and I, I will refuse to accept it just because it happens. It doesn't mean it's right. No, I no, I didn't say it was right. I'm just saying I I didn't even I'm so used to it. I just didn't even phase me, you know. Mm-hmm. Um But yeah, that's where I'm at. So I mean, I okay. I don't think I I don't know if I'd watch it again. I'm I will say this, I did rewind it. The rewind mm-hmm. up looking man from the 80s. I did start it over again because <laughs> I'm like, was that a boy now? Did they have a girl character? And then you could tell, like, you know, oh yeah, look at yeah. the legs. Oh, look mm-hmm. at the look at the arm. Okay, that was a boy. I just it didn't even phase me when I first started watching it. So, um, but I don't know if I'd watch it again. But I did. I mean, it was enjoyable. I watched it with Mama Carnage, and she actually enjoyed it. So, <sighs> it was a nice movie until all those killings happened. <laughs> was it nice was a movie nice about, about a young singer about, who moves to a small town and no, meets a boy no 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 no. it was a nice movie about sleepwalking until the killing started because it was five minutes in and the killing started yeah so yeah all right so that's you fun. know at least we did have that i mean we had some death up front but still i love the no death scared. Up front. i was very very disappointed yeah i wasn't scared at all it was just um i don't know I will say, yeah, I don't know. I I feel like I've made my point. I've made my point, haven't I? You have. I mean, is there anything about the movie at all that you liked or at all? Elizabeth Shue is in it. Okay. I mean, that's something. I mean, they're, they're trying to always make you have something positive. I mean, like, at the when I first saw it, the reason why I first watched this movie was because of J-Law. Because um, that year when she was like exploding out all over everywhere, you know, I watched interviews with her and she is quite funny and charming. So oh, agreed. I, 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 uh, I was a little charmed by her for a few minutes, but uh, so that was pretty much, she was why I saw the movie in the first place. Um, and I didn't know, <laughs> I was seriously like, I don't know how I'm going to sit through this movie again. Oh my gosh. But I made it. So it's okay because I made it. You made it. Um, You did good. I did. I made it. I mean, 
Yeah, no, apparently, apart from the actors, I really didn't, there was nothing about it that I really liked. I would, I mean, when we, is it time to rate? Not yet. I, I have one more thing to say if I can. Just okay. that I enjoyed the set design of Ryan's house. The way it was set up with the basement, the sub-basement, the creepy <laughs> That was hallway. so bizarre. It was cool though. I, I don't know. And just the, I mean, it's supposed to take place in PA right next door to us. Who's got a sub-basement in their basement? Not only that, besides, but like, besides fucking Raccoon City. Those kind of houses that they had designed there, you don't see them a lot in PA. I don't think, not that I've seen, like, the... Um, I can't even describe how they... They look more like something out of Massachusetts. They look more like a um, something you see near, like, Provincetown or Cape Cod. I mean... Yeah, they did. The very much so, very I thought, weird. too. Yeah, so... Um, but, yeah, that was the only thing I... You know, I love the, the set design, but that was all last night I was going to say about it. So, yeah. Okay. Sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> um, do we want to rate or trivia? I can't remember. Do you have any trivia? I thought we were just peppering it in and I didn't have any. So Did I have something? <laughs> oh, we, okay. Well, you might not know this. I do know this. Um, Jennifer Lawrence actually sings in the Hunger Games. Do you, did you watch the Hunger Games? I saw the first one. Okay. I don't know if it was, I don't know which one it was. She actually sings it. She's got a, a lovely voice actually. So I thought this was her singing, but it was not her singing. I was kind of surprised by that. I was like, oh, well, she's got a really nice voice. So kind of surprised. <laughs> and um, I've got one piece. Okay. that's. I think that's all I have actually. So go ahead. My piece is they actually wrote a tie-in novelization about this movie. Oh, I saw that. <laughs> like what <laughs> it was even it was released um it was released in august of the same year like technically like a month before the movie came out hmm. i'm kind of curious about what's it about if anyone's ever read it let us know if you guys have read this novelization yeah i'm sure everybody's lining up to do that well no but if you happen to have read it just let us know so just saying of course, we want to know if somebody's read it. I just don't think anybody's read it. Probably not. But, <laughs> but, Probably not. Um, let's see. They did get an extended edition, which has a little bit more blood and violence in it. That it says it's just a small amount, but I think like anything would have been better um, than, I would love uh, than nothing that we got. Yeah, I love blood and violence. I wish they... Uh... As, uh, let's see. Oh, yeah. And you did pick up on that correctly. Bill Weaver was actually a family friend of the Jacobsons and knew uh, that Carrie Ann had died and he knew about Ryan's abuse, but he had done nothing about it. Um, so... It, said, it actually says in the ex- on the day of Carrie Ann's accident... He gave John and Mary Jacobson the drugs and could have prevented Carrie Ann's death if he had not sold them the drugs, as the drugs provide, prevented John and Mary from heeding the cries of Ryan. And then he was disowned as a friend by John Jacobson because it's his fault that he that they took that drugs. They took drugs instead of washing their kids. What? Um, chaos is your fault that I've ever taken drugs. I'm gonna let you know that right now. <laughs> I know, right? It's like I don't have free will apparently. Okay. I don't know. Like, they're the ones who decided to take drugs instead of watching their kid. Like, Okay, I'm glad they cut that part out because that would have just given you more anger fodder. So, <laughs> honestly, I'm glad they cut it out. So, Although I would love more gore and violence always. So, Yeah, I know. I'm not I'm not sure what that was about. Like, why did, why was there so little gore? I don't even know. But, um, 
All right, let's rate. Yeah. Okay. Uh, it was my pick, so I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go five point five two three. I think. I liked it, but I probably won't watch it again. Uh oh. Jennifer won a People's Choice Award for Favorite Movie Actress for uh, this movie, along with Silver Linings Playbook and The Hunger Games. Well, she's kind of a shoo-in with The Hunger Games. I mean, she didn't even have to do these other two movies and she would have gone. That is for sure. Yeah. Um, okay, so I'm going to rate it and I'm going to give it a solid two and a half. Nice. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> that's all it deserves as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> I make it at all. Is that I all I deserve too is a two and a half stars. You you want me to rate you I'm like you're a movie? I'm just kidding. Because <laughs> I mean I could do that, no. but you might not like it. No, we won't be friends anymore if we do. Okay. I have no fan fiction, which I really am fine with, and I really don't want to make any fan fiction because I'm especially creeped <laughs> out now with about what you brought up. <laughs> so let's just move on. Let's go to the pit paint and be let- done with this. Let's ignore the fan fiction this week, yeah, okay? I'm please. sure none of our listeners are too upset about it, huh, guys? <laughs> all right, pimp that y'all. shit. Oh, are we pimping already? Yeah, all right, pimping, y'all. All right. Let's pimp that shit. Um, well, we are uh, part of the Morbidly Beautiful podcast network. Morbidlybeautiful.com is your place for all things horror. They have news, reviews, interviews, original fiction, and art. Uh if you're looking for horror content, you could not go to a better place or a place with more content for that matter. They are awesome. And we love uh, we love being part of their network. We are hosted by Anchor.fm because it's free. We are on the social medias at Podcast at Night, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And we have a Facebook group even. Ooh, you should go join it. You know you want to because we're there and we talk and it's fun. And we're awesome. Um, and we're awesome um also what else oh we would really like a review that's what we're really hoping for to spread the word about our show i mean tell people about our show for sure if you like it like that's important too uh but it helps us get seen on itunes or or uh, apple Podcasts, i guess so go to apple Podcasts, give us a five-star review because you love us that much um and then screenshot it and send it to us and we will send you a free vinyl sticker for your trouble if you're interested in stickers or bags or t-shirts or what have you we also have a merch store that will be linked in the show notes down below and that's it from chaos uh me chaos so i will just say adios and stay bloodthirsty friends Goodbye from Carnage, and as always, we're filmed in front of a live studio audience of cats. Meow.